Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet. But if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know. It's just phone internet, not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox Internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of UCLA speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com slash internet for details. New York City's, I've brought out the big guns to, to talk about this. I've, I've been taking attacks from the Kyrie stands on Twitter so I brought someone out to reason with me on, on Kyrie. Let's talk about it, New York City. So in life, I think everyone should have that person that they go to when they're tripping. And I, I, I've been thinking about some of the things I've been saying about Kyrie. I think I, think I, I discuss him too, um, I, I discuss him too transactionally. I want a championship, he can help me get it. Let's leave it at that, right? Because I, I think I do that because some of the things about him as a person, I don't want to talk about. But the recent events has made it where, you know, I've made some Twitter comments and some smart people, people that I really like and I love talking basketball with, uh, uh, took offense of some of the things I had to say about their hero, Kyrie Irving. Today, I've brought on the person I go to personally to say, am I tripping? <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing my man, uh, Drew Prem, who is at Drew Prem on Twitter. <laughs> Yo, peace, what? peace, peace. Peace to the gods. How, what's, going, what's going on? I, well, you know, it's... it's it's like with all the big uh, uh, decisions I make, you know, I, I usually come to you <laughs> and you, shit, I'm selling my company and I'm feeling like a sellout and I call you and I tell you, you know, Primo, I, I feel like I'm giving up and feel like I'm betraying my Haitian blood, my revolutionary mind to sell this company just to do the right thing for my family. And you was like... Niggas sell that shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, we, we can still talk because, you know, I, I'm still MSG and you're Barclays and, you know, hey. we can have Phil and McCoy this situation and we there's, there's nothing we can't get past. So, you know. Right. And, and that's why I always say, like, I, I've been harsh to the Knicks fans this, um, this offseason only because I feel like they, there's an awakening that needs to happen. There's a there's a there needs to be a harder push to get Dolan up out of there. I think I, I look at the Mets fans who which you're also one. Yes. And uh I see how, you know, Steve Cohen has rejuvenated them. 
I, I think that's what your what your other orange and blue people need, man. I, I think y'all need uh y'all need to get homeboy up out of there. I mean, we, we we won't get into that because you know I think that's a that's a larger topic. You know what I'm saying? Um, but as somebody who is a businessman and an entrepreneur like yourself, the man has no reason to sell. You know what I'm saying? I think yeah. the the trope of his fingerprints all over bad moves, while true, I think he has successfully done it with the Rangers, and that's like I said, that's a whole nother thing. I think. You know, we'll, we'll go. Um, there's there's a new regime. There's a new front office. Um, some of these people I have had personal interactions and relationships with back in the day. But, um, you know, it's, it's your time to shine. It's your time to, to, to dominate the back covers of the tabloid. So, you know, let, let's talk about your um, your mercurial point guard and, and, and all that he has to offer. Um, choose the success of your franchise and his... Unique beliefs, uh, not with understand, you know, not withheld in all of this, you know. So I'll keep it focused, you know. That's that's another park bench breakdown as far as ownership, but let's keep it on point with your man right now, Kyrie. No, I, you know what? That's and 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 we'll leave we'll leave the Knickerbockers for another day. But I, I, that's another reason why I wanted to bring you on because, you know, he's not your point guard. I I want to end. The conversation. I want to end this therapy session, basically going. You know what? I've, I've been harsh, <laughs> yeah. but I I, I want to anti first take it. I want to I want to make okay. it the opposite of of Stephen A. Smith in this joint. Let's let's listen to what Kyrie has to say, and let's let that guide us through this conversation because instead of us trying to guess what's happening behind the scenes. I think I think that's the the most unprofessional part of of uh sports media today is how these cats will guesstimate their whole supposedly insider uh uh takes. It's it's all just guesses. Nobody tells none of these cats on 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 these shows that anything anymore. Like they you know that's the uh, a, a player's worst nightmare is to be caught slipping by one of these dudes. So I want to I want to look at at what Kyrie has said and actually listen and 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 get your take on it uh, as a part of a larger sociological study. <laughs> listen to me tripping over my words, but I I think it says something about young people, um, and I think it says something about. This generation, how how they perceive the the world. So you you, you down, Drew Prine, we, we Yeah, you know, like you know, let let sound travel and we'll let knowledge be born. You know, we'll go from there. You know what I'm saying? All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm with you. So first, let's 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 play the the first thing that kind of let the world know that Kyrie was kind of wacky. He went on um, Gino Oriema's podcast a few years ago, and what I think a lot of people don't do is they don't um, they don't break down what Kyrie says and actually listen to his thought process. And his thought process is gonna is basically gonna resemble the thought process of a lot of young people. I I, I have a eighteen year old and a and a seventeen year old, 
and the both of them think they know everything because in their palms they have devices that basically reach out into cyberspace and pull back answers <laughs> at any time that they want. So listen to what Kyrie says here, and I think it's going to say something about how a lot of young people think. It wasn't to bypass science. It wasn't to like have the uh, the ultimate intent of like starting a rage and honestly be seen as a, like this insane individual. Coach, it was it was just when I started just seeing common sense things about um, like you you hear what he's saying. Common sensing. You you peep that, um, Primo. Yeah, I mean. Um... You know, it's... <laughs> he had a name for it and all. When I was common sensing. You know, I, I think... I, I'm, I'm not torn by Kyrie. Like, I think what's interesting about Kyrie is that, um, you know, America has gotten to be a very anti-intellectual place, you know? And, um, you know, I think the exchange of thoughts and ideas largely as a country has been compromised and difference of thought is often ridiculed, which keeps a lot of people silent. Um, but I'm also looking at a young man who went to a uh, prestigious American university in Duke for about eight and a half months, if that, yeah, you know. And, you know, I think he would have been somebody who would have been better served having that college time. I think what, what happens is that you're seeing a generation of kids who are commodities before, you know, they can even concoct their own belief systems. And right. they have to do that under the, the heavy spotlight of, you know, I can't mess up the bag, you know? And I think the only way you're going to get that level of conversation is if there's enough in the bag for them to feel comfortable to start talking again, you know? Um, yeah. And, well, and I think it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's an odd place to be in for a young man. I mean, Kyrie's what? Is he 30 yet? 31? No, nah, he's, 20, he's 26. 27. 26. 27. Okay. So, wow. That, that just shows Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I, I'm, okay. I'm based off his, the contract that he's on. He might be 28, but regardless, he's, he's a young dude. But hit, listen, right. listen, listen to the rest of this universal truth that I had known like and, and I had questions I had questions but I don't necessarily know I won't sit here and say that I know but you know when I started actually doing research on my own and, and figuring out that there is no real picture of Earth like there's not one picture of Earth and we have not not one real picture of Earth now I know that a lot of the the pictures of the solar system is computer generated I've I've, mm -hmm. I've I've read that. I've 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 watched you know Discovery Channel videos of right. NASA talking about how the process in which they 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 shoot these images. But there's actual video footage of the planet Earth. But you know if you believe it or not believe it. Let let let's Kyrie finish. Keep going from there. Back to okay. 1961 or 1969 and. You start, and, and, and then it becomes like conspiracy where you start thinking, like, okay, let me question this. And, and the separation code that I can't stand is that because I think one particular way, not saying that. I, I don't want to jump to conjecture, but as you listen to this, 
And Gino Oriama's obviously hoping that he's come to his senses and would not say that he believes in flat earth at this point in time. And But there's kind of like a thing where Kyrie almost sounds like he's taken aback. Like, coach, why are you laughing at me right now? This is real, what I'm trying to tell you. Did I reply yeah. to me and you? Because you understand yeah, I mean, it's... Um, uh, the way uh, that it was... Yeah, uh, sorry about that. In terms of, like, the separation. Let's completely throw something away, an idea that maybe we may not know if it's true or not, but because he thinks different, and he may think that the world is flat, then there's a, a tirade of comments of, like, who I sure. am character-wise. Sure. So, yeah. it was, like, literally... It, so this is a this is a theme that I hear a lot from young people, my 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 young people in particular, or their friends when they come over, sitting around the kitchen and and, and you know talking shit. But I hear this thing where when science can't explain their their thought on something. It's a it's an affront to their character. And okay. just just a second ago, Kyrie is trying to say, I I'm questioning whether the earth is round or not. And and the way I'm going to question it is based off of these internet rumors that I've done Google searches, he says that. And and then he, he basically says something about, I know my character. So he, <laughs> he's, he's basically, he's basically uh, documented his, his uh, basically what he's doing is he's saying I'm right because I'm a good guy. <laughs> Let, let me let him talk some more. It was literally the whole intent was just to open up for people to do their own research. That was the only intent. It wasn't to, like, okay, let me figure out and go against science. Let me go against what I've been told and what's right and, and all this stuff. It was just literally with the intent, like, like, just wake up and do your own research for what, like, instead of actually assuming something that's been told for you. Because I've, I've been told a lot in terms of my history and, um, and, and facts and particular facts and it's been completely false so once i started doing that that's the only thing goes behind all that so all those pictures so again it's it's the sound of like i'm almost insulted by the concept of you know that i would be questioned of course we're supposed to question whether the earth is flat or, or not not because airplanes haven't, <laughs> um, you know, circumnavigated the planet. Boats, ships have circumnavigated the planet. Uh, Mickey Arison, the owner of the Heat, could confirm for him that he used to have cruises that would circumnavigate the planet. This, these ideas and the pursuit of them, it's it's kind of like. It's kind of like some funny shit that we talk about. It used to be that we would attain information, you know, through, through, uh, you know, sources of, of academic sources. 
there would have right. to be some kind of degree, some kind of PhDs behind um, <laughs> behind the people we would we would listen to. And I think mm-hmm. it's kind of commensurate of another conversation of that something, what the hell went wrong? Because when we were young, you didn't just bag a Lisa Bonet and he was just some thug. <laughs> he was just some thug nigga from the wrong side of the tracks. And all of a sudden, you know, you've baby mama like some Spellman chick. Like that didn't mm-hmm. used to happen. <laughs> I think the way... In in the society that I feel like the like like scrutiny has changed, and I think these kids are developing magical thinking. I I I'd love to hear what you think about that. Am I am I not giving them enough credit for how they're coming well, to? So you know, um, again, like I think you know, you and I are products of the seventies. You know, we are the hope of the civil rights era, you know, right. and, um, you know, I think what, what came out of that was we also were the last um, intellectual generation. And, and I'll stand on that square because, you know, for to, to make a pop culture reference, you know, for as much as NWA hit, I also we also had Public Enemy and Rakim and and, you know, we had things that you know, everything wasn't surface level understanding, which a lot of these kids get fed today because they think pop culture is the way of their lives. And they think, you know, because it looks like me and it sounds like me, it is me when it's not you. It's, it's something's concocted in the lab for you to consume. Right. So, you know, with all that said, you know, I remember doing the knowledge of our, of our era. Like, and I remember, you know, whether you were going to, Fulton Street or 125th or, you know what I'm saying, up on Fordham Road in the Bronx or like, you know, you would find brothers who sold incense, oils, and knowledge. And you books. Feel me? Hells yeah. And books. Right. And it was so, common, it was common it was, for our generation to have read the autobiography of Mike, Malcolm X. It right, was common you know, like, for, for right, someone to have read uh, Elijah Muhammad's message to the black man. Like, right. Even no matter what you believed in, now, it was just part of the course to read that. Right, and 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 you know we we read that. You know you also read other sides of struggle like Soledad Brother, and you read France Fanon. You know what I'm saying, and, and we right. did the knowledge. You know what I'm saying, even though our young minds probably couldn't grasp the global level that some of these brothers are speaking on, we did the knowledge. But we right. also had you know Shahzad Ali. You know, we had Shaka Musa Barashango. You know what I'm saying? We had a lot of cats that gave us, you know, we had Dr. York. I was just about to give him. But but you wanna know what Dr. York is a is a double edged sword. Now, is he a cultist? Is he a pedophile? Yes, all of those things. And and and, and all, all my all my point is saying is that you know, we had this information and you know, we were thirsty to achieve it and understand it and absorb right. it. Now it just takes time and 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 worldly experience to understand that, you know, some of this was right and righteous, some of this was right and exact, and some of it was just pure foolery that sounded like a good rap track of the 
intelligentsia of the times. You know what I'm saying? So I look at somebody like Kyrie. young Kyrie, who is the guy that in a world of Carhartts and 40 Belows is wearing plaid pants and Doc Martens, to use a, 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 a 1990 reference point. You know what I'm saying? That, and Right, he's got there's a little, a little a room yin yang my, medallion on. Like it's, right. it's, it's and, and there's a room, there's a room for my <laughs> Dayla alongside my EPMD to keep it long out. You know what I'm saying? True. And I think that, you know, where it comes off, for the lack of a better term, misguided, it's only because of the size of the audience he was reaching that he has the sway of. And I think the tough thing for some of these young brothers out here is that they're learning in very public spaces and mm -hmm. it's easy for people to graft on to their young fertile minds mm -hmm. and try to shape that. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, for all the, 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 the crap that Kyrie Irving gets, I have to say, and, and, run with it all you want. I admire his quote unquote wackiness more than I respect Colin Kaepernick's silence. You know, mm. for somebody who was dressed up as our, as not our, as this generation's Ali, I have yet to hear Colin Kaepernick phrase three sentences together about what he feels and how he feels about it. Mm. So I will respect the fact that I can look at a young Kyrie Irving who I found out is 28, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm, you know, two decades ahead of the young man almost, mm -hmm. that I'd rather him stumble and learn, you know what I'm saying? And, I... and be open to, to, to feel that and speak his truth. Because I have watched, you know, said former quarterback be put on this pedestal as this icon, but when Ali took the slings and arrows of the American media, there wasn't a talk show he didn't like that he couldn't speak his piece on, whether he was defending the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, was he, whether he was going against the Vietnam War, whether he was defending himself as a black man in America. I will give Kyrie Irving the benefit of the doubt, whether misguided or not, that he's, allowed, that he's open to publicly express how he feels and I just hope that with that openness, he's receptive to further dialogue to add on so he can build on his cycle. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I I like two things that you said, but of course I'm gonna take issue with with the Kaepernick thing. And and let me and let me get there by addressing the two things and kind of pulling out the two things that I really like that you said. One because of our because of what we do in our in our lives like we were just college students we didn't we didn't live like we weren't international superstars like like Kyrie Irving was but Kyrie probably would have hung out with our crew and he probably would have been one of those dudes that was mining for information and and a lot of his his college life really was lived out in the NBA amongst a, a bunch of non-intellectuals, non-academics right. 
to to right. to be the truth. And he probably wanted to go out there and search, you know, for for knowledge and information, just because. Like all young black men in America, we feel uncomfortable with the education that we that that we're given. So I I think that's a very astute um um you know look at it. But the challenge that I have for it, and here's where where I would I would take it to kept to task is like we live in dangerous times with information, and his platform is ridiculous. His the the people who love Kyrie are loyal to Kyrie in a way that that is dangerous, and I, I think it's it's dangerous for Kyrie, but it's also dangerous for people. Like where there is a a large segment of this con- country, almost thirty percent, that believe in QAnon, Drew, and and it's because we've surrendered, um, you know, information to. You know, like I, I'm not the biggest fan of of the Tariq Nasheeds or the Doctor Umars. You know, you you can just look at their product and look at them as people and understand that they're grifters. Like they're 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 here. They're hustlers. They're getting money. Yeah. And and um, the more critical their situation, like like Doctor Umar was was live streaming from a park. I think he was living in his car, and people sent him money. That's that's how poor the quality of of information uh, that people are getting um, from the yeah, internet. But you know what though? But 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 part of self, God, it's like mm-hmm. I look at it that it's like again, it's American anti intellectualism, and the idea that you do a non-cerebral thing well somehow gives you the ability to talk, to talk cerebrally to other people. And that's just the stupidity of Americans. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. you know, I, I you know, I, I want to talk about one of Kyrie's former teammates for a hot second. Like, you know, like, hmm. for all of what LeBron did, you know, there was kind of a side eye that the struggle was never bigger than the James name on the back of his jersey as he won a title. You know what I'm saying? Like, that the struggle was never more than you holding Malcolm X's autobiography upside down with this I'll get to it moment. Like, don't make knowledge uh, a photo opportunity. Let me tell you, like, you know, when I was in college playing football and every training camp, um, and in fact, every time that I am facing adversity, I pull out the copy of the autobiography of Malcolm X that my sister bought me 25 years ago, at least. You know what I'm saying? And more. You know, <laughs> and, 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 and it's what's, what's wild. And she, there's an inscription on it. In fact, I got to pull it out. I got to see that date that she put on it. But you know, let me let me warp your thinking for a little bit, like. You know, I played for the first black head coach in Division One football. You know what I'm saying? And he looked at me as a problem because I wasn't buying into being a good, docile Negro. You know what I'm saying? Like, somehow 
I would walk around with my playbook and my copy of the autobiography of Malcolm X through training camp. And he thought I was just trying to be extra. Like, what is considered being woke now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, that was problematic. You know, this is a black man leading young black men that believed in him that never had a black man like them in their lives. I had my right. father. I didn't need that, him, but that's a whole other that story. That doesn't but, fit in um, run-through-a-wall culture. Right. So, you know, and then finally, he sends one of his young black coaches to pull me aside, and he goes, you know, you know, what's what's with the Malcolm X book, you know? And I was just like, I don't understand your question. And he's like, you know, it, it seems a little revolutionary. And I was just like, what? He's like, you know, it looks like you're discontent around here and it's a little troubling. I was like, troubling for who? And he's like, well, you know, it seems like a little much. Now, this is 1993, 94, 95, 96. Right. You know what I'm saying? And, you know... I found it interesting that here is a black man having a problem that a young black academic who was also an athlete um, taking issue reading with this, this, which is now an American classic. Chelsea Handler is out there posting Farrakhan clips now. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> shows how, how wild the world is. But, at, at, at 50 Cent. Uh, you know, but I, 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 <laughs> let, me, let me not lose my thought because, you know, I got early on CTE, so, you know, I got to keep my thoughts right. But, um, you know, Dropping bombs, but go ahead. <laughs> I just looked at it. I looked at it that you know. Finally, I said to the young coach that that said to me about it, and I said to him, I was like, "This is a story of American adversity." I said, "Every day I go into training camp, this is my chance, and I got to show and prove to myself and to y'all. And if I don't win the battle with y'all, I have to live at least win the battle with myself." And reading this story every year reminds me of how you can go from something to nothing. And what your previous situation was does not define your future. Right. The man looked at me in my face and walked away with me, ran that up the pipe, and I was still branded as malcontent. You know what I'm saying? For reading a book that is now universally renowned as a great piece of American literature. So I say that to say that I'm here to let the young brother breathe. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and I think in a world where you have this commodification of Negro dysfunction, that is the norm that he's not out here with an X on basketball wives. You know, he's not trying to be the real housewife husbands of somewhere else. You know, he ain't loving hip hopping it. You know what I'm saying? And if the biggest foible that he has was, you know, I have some alternate theories on the world and how it works and how it appears to me. I think it's disingenuous for us as Americans, more importantly, us as black folks in America to chastise and not guide, to destroy and not build. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think he is part of an organization that is defining the narrative for black folks in America, whether they like it or not. And you, how, how so though? How 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 do you how, how do so you though, how so though how so though because, um, you know, I'll make the uncomfortable statement again. You know, mm. I don't know what his former teammate 
LeBron's building is like. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know how he sharpens his sword. And I, and I use that because there's a lot of petty NBA things. Like, I thought the whole beef of the bubble was a, a, a microcosm of LeBron versus Kyrie that they've had since they were both on Cleveland together. But Yeah, no, I, I, it definitely was a... It was it was it it became very ego driven, and you know before you I before you even lay that out, it, let, let me get the opportunity to to give you a my impression of it, and then you can respond to it. I think okay. that so I I I don't I hate being on LeBron's side in anything. I'm pro Kyrie. He's on my team. I'm a Kyrie guy, um, but I like to live in reality with 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 Kyrie, and I'll tell you why in 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 the latter part of the show. But I felt I felt what empowers them is what they is 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 what they do for two reasons. One, the first reason is it's that that is the platform. Playing ball is the platform for an NBA player. If you want to affect change, you basically get to and and I give the NBA a whole lot of credit. I give I give Silver a whole lot of credit for how at a time that was politically polarized, he allowed these players Silver um uh I forget the the old uh uh Stern Stern would never have had that. Stern was important for the NBA because he made it where the NBA could enter, um, you know, white living rooms again, post Allen Iverson era. Like that, that was his, his legacy. And now in this new woke era, this new player empowerment era, Adam Silver has another game, has another viewpoint of it. He's looking at it like, Okay, let's really try to make these dudes partners. Let's really kind of understand the things that 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 they're having a, a problem with. But if they did not have that bubble, it wouldn't have hurt the guys like Kyrie Irving who have two hundred million dollars oh, no, in the no, bank no already. Question, no question. I, I the, understood the, the economics of that. The, yeah. the reason why they needed for for me, the reason why I always looked at it as a selfish move. For Kyrie to do is because there's ten day guys, there's there's um uh, uh the two way guys, there's the guys who are fighting for spots on hopefully in, in another uh a G League team so that he could keep his basketball dream going. If if Kyrie who has his contract and his contract cannot be voided, um uh is sitting comfortably and he was injured and couldn't play, which is which is another part of it being injured and not being able to play. Also kind of like, you know, it's how my perspective is looking is turned to him and I'm looking at him kind of like w- with my eyebrow raised because it it he had no stake in the game and then on the other end of it, that is the platform. That is the thing that, and and I thought the NBA was pretty, they did something the NFL would never do. They let the players put the Black Lives Matter right on the jerseys. 
And I think I think that really kind of uh, pissed off a, a large segment of Americans. So it wasn't good for business. And they already lost money in the beginning of the year from the whole China um, right. you know, right. uh, fiasco. So they get that their relationship. It's not like the NFL. The NBA players are partners with the NBA in the sense of if the revenues go down, the salary caps shrinks. I understand the economics and, of it all. I'm just, I, I, I don't want to, I'm, I'm trying to uh, take the bag out of the picture here because, you know, I think we always go back to that as a defense of like, you're, you're messing up the bag, okay. you know, and okay. I think, and, and you know, I, but, but for me, it's, some, there was no, there was no bag at stake for Kyrie. He, no. He's got two hundred million from Nike. His money is guaranteed for from for his contract. The CBA, the the future CBAs aren't going to affect his money. It's really hurts the the players down at the other end of the totem pole. And if they would have lost that that television revenue, the thing that lets the 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 NBA exist, I, I think it would have it would have done a lot more damage than it would have done good. For players that look like him, and, yeah. and 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 so that 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 was my thinking on that. But please keep. Uh, no, and 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 I and I totally understand that. Um, you know, and I, and I think you also have, you know, not only the ten day guys, you got guys that are just in debt. Like you know, you can't tell me that <laughs> J.R. Smith keeps getting signed to LeBron. Team. I'm I personally think. And I'm just gonna have a wild hot take right here. We'll get back. To, to, <laughs> See, to I, the, I told but, you this is a no I, first take zone now. But go ahead. <laughs> you know, but I, I, my wild hot take is I think J.R. Smith probably owes LeBron a couple million because I do mm-hmm. not understand how J.R. Smith keeps getting that 16th man, 15th man on the roster job for LeBron-led teams, and maybe that's what it is, and maybe what the bubble did because greenhouse ain't cheap and bottle service ain't cheap, mm-hmm. and the lifestyle of these young men leave is not cost effective for your long-term bread, you know, but with all that being aside, I'm not here to chastise how, how folks live because we were all young and frivolous at once. You know, you and I both had a conversation at one point that in one of your early ventures that we were working together to try to get off the ground that if this had cashed out, it would have been a problem. We, we would have been looking like we would have been looking got, like the, we would have looked like the <laughs> digital paid in full posse. Like Hell yeah, you got to give the you got to give the listeners a little bit more of the backstory. So uh, quickly, I had a tech startup where basically you know we were going to do everything that is normal now, like content creation. We were building a facility that did that, and all around this this concept for a publication called yallstreet.com and we got we raised 5 million like we were on the precipice of closing this 5 million dollars and almost looking back at it uh you know Drew and I <laughs> we laughed because if we had gotten that 5 million dollars uh we would have had chain we would have had chains and leather jackets with the logos on them. <laughs> we we'd have, we'd have done every uh, ninja rich um, oh, been record ninja. label because 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 we would we would have just done what record labels did. We would have had 
iced out medallions, matching Rolexes, like all types of tomfoolery that we wouldn't have been able to get 20 cents on the dollar of when it really mattered. So very true. So, very true. <laughs> so, 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 you know, to, to, to get back to, to the topic at hand, you know, mm. I understand there's a lot of people that need that, that work. You know what I'm saying? Beyond the 10 day guys, like, I, I know Michael Beasley signed because, you know, bees needed that bread. You know what I'm saying? There, yeah. There's a lot of people that, that, you know, whether it's just being irresponsible or your responsibilities are costing you that much because you're taking care of so many people that never had to work before you made your success. I get it. I'm just saying is that what I will tip my hat to this young man for is that he challenged the monolith. Yes, yeah. he was fine. But also, LeBron is fine. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, and... LeBron is very, very, very fine. He's, he's <laughs> more than fine. In Pause. fact, LeBron is so, LeBron is so fine, Pause, that his man is now the David Falk of the NBA. Right. And, I, I, But I, I think that's such a gangster move. I think that's such a win... I like I I I, I always I don't say even know how he pulled that off. I don't even know how he. Pulled it's so that illegal, off. right? <laughs> it's a, that, that's okay. He owns the agency that his teammates. He represents his teammates as an agent. Like that, it, 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 people go to jail for inside trading. I don't understand. And you know what? Salute to you know Rich Paul and, and Clutch and everything they do to get that done. You know what I'm saying? But. I love it. I mean, but how much difference, Drew, not to tear away from Kyrie, but how much difference is that? It's it's just the only thing different about Chris, I mean, uh, Rich Paul is that for for one time, you know, a black guy is pulling the strings. I, I, I look at I look at Leon Rose and the hustle they had at like the hustle they have at Kentucky with Calipari. They're just they're just a laundromat of tumbling money. Let me tell you, I was adjacent, and I'm not going to go into depth, but I was adjacent to the rise of Leon Rose and World Wide West when he was the talent wrangler at Mahorn's nightclub over in Jersey. Like, I, I yeah. as, a, as a college Philly cat, I know all these people. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Not not that they were, I'm on their Christmas card list, but I, I I saw what happened, and you know what, I saw Rob Palenka go from, you know, the seventh guy or the eighth guy on the Fab Five squad to being president of the Lakers. It happens. I'm not don't don't get me wrong that I'm mad at Rich Paul about that. I there, no way, shape, or form that I would ever be. Right. I'm just saying that, you know, if the critique of Kyrie's anti-bubble stance is messing up the bag for other people. You, you, it would be duplicitous to not say LeBron needed it because of not only his own bag, but the bag of his boys, which I know he's getting a kickback cut of. So yeah. like, if we're going to keep it business, let's just keep it all the way funky and just say the fact is like, you know, there was bags on both sides. Kyrie had enough to sit the season out. He was injured. And LeBron, anyway. it was about his legacy. He, he, it was completely selfish. He, he knows Look. his. It's a ticking clock Look, for his the Warriors, future. He the cares Warriors, about this stuff. 
the West was wide open. The Warriors were out Clay and Steph. They were they were playing for the lottery. You know, Clippers you can only get so much out of Houston. The, the, the Clippers were, were tried to push this thing together, and, and they didn't have enough seasoning and, and continuity to get it done. I, I get why it was. You know what I'm saying? He, he won what he won, and he got what he got. And, you know, he's won three championships with three teams. I'm, I'm not – but I'm just saying you cannot besmirch this young man for his unorthodox beliefs and champion somebody else. Because what you're doing, by and large to me, in the bigger picture, is you're perpetuating monolithic thought. The beauty of, I, I went to, and you, you spent a year, a half, year and a half there, right? I went to a beautiful black middle-class high school in Long Island, Westbury High School. Okay. Dragons, beauty let's of, go. Yes, yeah, Dragons on three, you know what I'm saying? And the, and the, and the beauty <laughs> of <laughs> the beauty of Westbury High School to me was because we were overwhelmingly black, you were allowed to be you. You didn't have to prescribe yeah. the tribalism. So you could be a you could you, you could be a nerd, you could be a theater person, you could be, you know, the thugged out catch, you could be the, 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 the literary person. You could be you could be anything you wanted because that initial indicator and marker was already assumed by everybody in, in the school that we went to, you know. And I'm not I'm not saying that this was like we were like a seventy eight percent black high school. So I don't wanna undermine other people that weren't black in my school and what they contributed. But what I'm just saying is that we weren't monolithic in thought because we didn't have to play the tribalism. We were allowed to be us. And I look at, you know, I was able to be captain of the football team and be in my the top 10 of my high school class. I was able to hang out with thugged out dudes who told me when it was time to go home and still have the respect of the, of the debate squad and the science team and the theater folks. Because you were allowed to trade your energies on who you were as an individual and you didn't have to perpetuate the monolith. And in the NBA, which has similar numbers demographically as Westbury High School did, you should allow these things to 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 be part of the larger ecosystem of that league. You know, I, I watched them perpetuate fashion and all of Russell Westbrook's wacky ass outfits that, you know what I'm saying, and and all this drip talk and all these other things. <laughs> and 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 and, and, I, and I watched the league perpetuate the frivolity of black America. Oh, Dame Lillard got a new mixtape out. And look what LeBron, look what look what uh, Russell Westbrook's doing fashion-wise. You know what I'm saying? And that's cool because I, I love the expression of individualism and the creative people that we can be and we are. But <clears throat> it still perpetuates the idea that we are just sports, entertainment, and fashion. You know what I'm saying? So I welcome, call it misguided, if you want, but I welcome a Kyrie Irving to be a preeminent top 25 player in the league to have some challenging thoughts and ideas about what he believes in. Because if you want to tell me that Dwayne Wade can leave a press conference with a man purse and that's supposed to be fashion forward, then I'm going to listen to this man talk about <laughs> his flatter theory 
and I might not agree with it, but I'm gonna let him talk his junk. You feel what I'm saying? And that, that's yeah. all I. That's all. So. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, you know, I, 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 I hear a lot of wisdom in that. I hear a lot of wisdom in that. I, I would challenge. I would challenge it by saying, you know, s- separating the bag, right? I feel like Kyrie comes from where we come from. You know, I, I only got. I'm not gonna front. I'm mostly. Uh, I'm, I'm actually a lot of California. I'm educated too, but I'm mostly Brooklyn. I came to 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 the uh, uh, suburbs in eleventh grade, and it was like the best experience of my life being a Brooklyn kid and coming up. Um, you know, during the crack era. <laughs> And my parents did a lot of work to try to protect me from that. One of it was, you know, letting me go live in Westbury, Long Island. And I I see why Kyrie is the way that he is because of what Long Island afforded me as a suburban black kid. Yeah. At, you could be the you know, the best battle rapper in your in Nassau County as I was, not joking. <laughs> But you could be a rapper and an artist and a journalist and and you know and a coder and I think that's why we had such a renaissance of ill you know rap records that came out of Long Island. We're talking about and it's so crazy that 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 the this um ecosystem touches us because we knew people who was a part of that cipher of of Chuck yeah. D and um Daylight and EPMD and and and, like, and 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 all these cats, you know what I'm saying? That that redefined a genre because you had just that room to breathe. cushion right mm-hmm. that room to breathe to make it happen. You right. know? And and I think that your hard working you know, West Indian parents would buy you a mixer or buy you a sampler or allow you to earn you had an uncle that had you know big sound dreams that never left Queens or Brooklyn that you were just right. like hey my you here take a little thing there and, and 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 you crib together your own stereo system to get your own sound going what I'm just saying exactly. is that you know I'm talking from a, a, a larger philosophical debate of I'm not saying either one is right or either one is wrong. What I'm saying is that there is a narrative being pushed that it's everybody's got to be, I came up hard, I didn't know my father, I ducked bullets, I, I dribbled on a, a glass-strewn basketball court, and this is what I am, and I'm there. And my problem with that lies in the fact that it talks about being more lucky than good. When the exceptions become the rules, the rules change and people get fucked up because they're trying to follow rules that are actually exceptions. And what I'm saying to that is, you know, Kyrie grew up, you know, his dad played in Australia and he he grew up a little more worldly and whatever is that. And I think we need to take both sides of that narrative and we have to inject that into the larger collective black experience. That it's more than just, you know, like, you know who I loved and I thought just wound up in a shit situation and don't make fun of it because it's the Knicks was Channing Fry. Channing Fry got drafted out of Arizona. Channing Fry is the grandson 
of a Tuskegee Airman, and Channing Fry went Our, up on. I love to brag Jan- about this, not to interrupt you, God. I love to brag about this, but Mr. Muzak, Channing Fry's uh, uh, grandfather, is from Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn, war okay. veteran, friends with my grandpa, Thomas Martin. Okay. And um, so a, a little, again, like, I, I'm i starting to, to see a direction in what you're saying, and you keep coming up with these things that, that goes and shows how much... Um, you know, Kyrie is kind of one of us, but keep going. Well, you know, and I looked at Channing Fry wound up on the super thugged out Midwest version of the Knicks. We had like Zebo and Eddie Curry and just all these Isaiah Thomas. They might not be from the south side of Chicago, Crawford. but their family, their family is touched by the culture that came out of that. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I looked at this kid who was just like... They was bumping my nasty pee in the Knicks. They, like, you know, they... like, like, like and, and, and I think... And, and, and that is the, that is what's larger of the non-monolithic thought. Like, I'm sure Channing Fry tried to do what he had to do. But you know what I'm saying? But, you know, he's not pulling up with a, a trunk of funk at, at the... At the, the after a Friday night after practice, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's fine. And I'm not, I'm not chastising, you know, one side or the other. What we have to have is that duality of thought and idea and, and understanding that don't let outsiders paint the picture of how you are supposed to think, because for as much as, you know, I see I see LeBron serving an agenda. I see Dwayne Wade definitely serving an agenda. You know what I'm saying? I see Melo almost bridging the gap of that. Like, you know, like I, I, I foresee Carmelo Anthony is, is going to be his generation's Shaq. He's going to be that guy that everybody gets along with. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like because I've watched Melo go from, you know, the bling bling era to doing the knowledge to, you know, you know, representing, you know, with that seven in the crescent and, you know, and I see how he's, he's there adding on to these young dudes. And, you know, I think all these voices along with Kyrie are important to have to help. If, if the platform of the NBA is going to be black lives matter on the court, if it's going to be the blackest league in America and the globe's most popular, and it's going to set what us as black Americans do for the world and do for sport and do with our platforms that you need as wacky as it sounds, you need the Kyrie Irvings as much as you need all these other voices, because I look at these people and I see them, whoever has their hand in their pockets or a finger in their ear but I see them perpetuating what they need to perpetuate that either pays them or reflects what their reality is. And I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta say that I'm not going to feel bad for Kyrie Irving. I don't think he's being unfairly picked on, kiss my ass. You're making $30 million a year, $50 million a year. I'm never going to feel bad for you because Mickey Mantle doesn't pay my rent. But I just think there's a, there's a energy from sports media 
that tries to define blackness and Kyrie Irving upsets that apple cart for them. You know what? I, I've never I've never looked at it that way. See, that's why that's why I love building with you, God, because it, when you, you you need friends who tell you the truth, right? And I and I worry for Kyrie that he doesn't have friends that tells him the truth. That he just has a circle of yes men that that there should have been someone around Kyrie that, that would have said, yo, look, just do this quick Zoom call. Get it out the way. Right now, nobody's really paying attention to you. There's all these trade rumors. Yeah, you but, can just but do like, this Zoom call right quick. Get but, these but, bozos, but, their, their, their sound bites, and keep it moving. Yeah, but yes and no. And, and you know what? It, it is easier to just kind of do it and keep it moving. But, you know, I look at a, another one of your um, beloved soldiers slash asshole, Spencer Dinwiddie. You know what I'm saying? And and he tried his whole, let me try to re-monetize my contract. No, see, I got to stop you there because Spencer's actually really smart. Like, I'm not not saying he's not smart. What I'm just saying is that you have to allow other people to think differently. Allow them to stumble. Allow them to be laughed at. Allow them to be ridiculed. But who is doing the ridiculing and understand who's giving you your marching orders to either laugh or support that person? That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? and, and I agree with you so much on that. Like I'm, I'll take, I'll take ten Kyrie's on my team over one, over one James Harden. Like, I, if, you, not, if you are, if you are a pencil pushing jock sniffer who never laced him up beyond your youth league when you were ten, you're not going to tell me what it feels like to be in that person and the thoughts that have gotten me to that when you back me in the corner and ask me something beyond the sport that I'm playing. If you if you want to engage in that conversation, then you have to be prepared and accepting of all those answers that I give you. That's all I'm saying, whether okay. right, wrong, or indifferent. Because I look at it, and, and, and to kind of go on a larger level, nobody asked Tom Brady what he was doing in the election, right? Nobody no, asked. They, they no, did. They did. Yeah, but it's not. He's not deciding as a spokesperson for 25 million people in this country. You I, I see know, what I'm but, but white, so, so what, white so, athletes so what, have don't have that burden. White right, athletes... So, so, so if you're trying to achieve quote-unquote equality in all of this, you know what I'm saying? If you want my life to matter, then my thoughts should matter. You know what I'm saying? If, if you want my persona and the sweat off my brow that pays all these bills and you want to make me more than just an athlete as somebody had a whole line of sneakers that came out and said then you cannot besperch my thoughts if they're different from what you feel you have to understand that you asked me that question if you want me to shut up and dribble then let's talk about the game if you want to ask me how I feel about the world then you can't mock me for the questions that you put out there for me to answer. Okay. 
You see that that I can't even refute. I I again my thing and my only thing is as someone who thinks of himself delusionally, irrationally, <laughs> but I think of myself as a man of science. I think of myself as a, a, as oh, and maybe not an an academic, but at least someone who's intellectually curious. And I give Kyrie a lot of credit for being intellectually curious. What I my concern is this the post facts nation where people are believing these ideas that have no clinical studies that have no you know academic rigor. It's it's just basically right, so... people spitting gems. And and I think the way we're we're consuming it is is dangerous not only for us it's dangerous for the celebrity beyond Kyrie has a little bit of a cult so 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 let let me say this and and, Uh and, you know and 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 and, uh, it's become one of my favorite quotables from the chronic I'm gonna say this and I'm gonna end minds right now because I, I I gotta wrap this up um but you know What's not to say that he is figuring this out? You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? That it is, like, I remember I got one of these great books in, I want to say eighth grade, and it was called What They Never Taught You in History Class. It was definitely one of these, you know, 125th Street, somebody got it. You know, bound and well. Kinkos, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, <laughs> I know it well. And, and, you know, and like, you know, and even for the amazing work that J.A. Rogers did. Mm-hmm. And I watched race scientists and these great intellectual men um, use America's one drop rule against them for proving the valor and the value of being black in America, okay? And I watched them go, the first Chinese were black. The first so-and-sos were black. The first, like, all these things. And you learned about how, like, you know, Beethoven's got, you know, you know, had this Creole great-grandmother that makes him black. Allegedly, allegedly. Allegedly. No, but but I'm I'm, going to drop it as fact because I'm I'm going to play it like Kyrie did. You know what I'm saying? Because if you look at it that, According to the American one-drop rule, one-drop changes your whole scenario, your whole outlook. Now, I've read that at, at, at 12. You know what I'm saying? I reread it at 15. I tried to apply it when I was 18. You know what I'm saying? And you keep looking at it, and you understand the science. You understand the antiquated thinking that formulated the foundation of this theory which is powerful you know you once said to me early in our days you know the most amazing thing about the nation of gods and earth is somebody snatching you by a collar pointing you in your face and going you are god right so yeah with that said it sounds crazy when you first hear it it exactly. you know but that just goes right. to show like how but, How but, low our self-esteem is in, right. in you but, know, but, living in America. When, 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 
whoever enlightened you snatched your collar and told you that you didn't think that you could make bread and fish rain from the sky. You weren't out there trying to control the weather. You were out there trying to be your best self because you represented a level of righteousness that allowed you to go out in the world and be a better example of those who came before you that didn't have this understanding. Now, there's a lot of stuff that like, you know, there was times I looked at unrighteous dudes trying to quote lessons and degrees that I was just like, you full of shit. Doesn't make the lessons and degrees any less powerful, but you have to look at the messenger that it comes from. And I look at this young man who is still finding his way in this lost found world of trying to figure out what it is and what it isn't and what is happening to him in my conclusion of the defense of this young man is that he's going from defending, he's going from expanding and elevating on his ideas and the information that he's getting in the process of it to defending himself. And it's like, you know, somebody told me the, the, the year you get incarcerated at, is the year you stop developing, right? So if I go in at 16, I could do 30 years. I'm gonna come out as a 16 year old because all I gotta do is survive. And, and I'm not afforded the luxury to develop. You know what I'm saying? So you right. got these kids that I got all my classes passed for me. I rarely had to put pen pencil to paper and I'm being handsome, being paid handsomely for what I had to do. I never had to expand my brain. You know, they talk about my basketball IQ and my, my approach to the sport, but what am I doing outside of my job that keeps my, you know, couple ounces of brain stimulated? And if you, and what is happening in America is that if you are making fun of somebody instead of building with somebody, all you're doing is creating defensive individuals. And the minute you become defensive, it's like that six-year-old kid facing 25 of life. I stopped trying to expand. I got to survive. And that's my problem with people fucking with this kid. That you know, I, might not I love... Him. I might not believe with him. I might not agree. But my last two cents on it is like, Stop backing people in the corner to be this monolith. Allow him to develop and not just mentally survive. Peace. I love that. I, 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 I love that. I love I love everything about how how you how how you get there. Now, because I know you got a role, I gotta ask you the most important question, I think, and um <laughs> the thing I think Nets fans wanna know from an objective third-party, non-emotional viewpoint. Can the Brooklyn Nets win a championship with Kyrie Irving at the helm? Yes. That's, okay. that's it? <laughs> yes? yes. <laughs> now, if y'all get hardened, I don't know. But I think he has won. KD has won. I think that I think the real X factor is what version of Kevin Durant is going to return to the court. Apparently, he's looking pretty good, you know. So if the slouch can get it done, I think you know you could in the East. Come on, you're in the East. Like your team with 
you know, a Rucker League coach coaching y'all is at least a fourth seed without even trying. You know what I'm saying? That's how stranded the East is. Um, you know, I... But how, is, but how does it affect, as a, as a person who's been in organized teams a lot of your life, and if had and understands the egos that that go as a part of a uh, of a locker room, and I and I know NBA locker room is a little different from a college football locker room. Um, the 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 brotherhood is deeper in a college football locker room just from the fact the that brotherhood is, the brotherhood is what got Kyrie and Katie to play together. You know what I'm saying? It, the brotherhood yeah. is what what got Steve Nash as your coach. You know what I'm saying? So you know. I think that if anything, in a fan-free environment that you guys are going to play in, mm-hmm. you know, I think you're going to watch some of the truest basketball you're going to watch. Like what intrigues me from not only the championship aspirations and expectations of what's going on in Brooklyn, but mm-hmm. also with the development of the kids in, in at MSG, is that. There's no fans. This is gym ball. Y'all are playing glorified gym ball. There, there's there's no, I got to get my side joints, like, you know, courtside seats, and I'm not slapping five with, with, with Spike Lee or Jay-Z or whatever it is. Like, I just got to go out there and ball. And I think for all the adulations that these guys have had that have led them up to this point, to this level of success, has now all been collectively removed. I think it's a fascinating thing to watch. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it really is. Like, you know, like you, you are deducting the energy of the crowd. And I think with that, you can focus. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when when did the bubble get weird? When somebody who showed up who was like somebody's cousin who talked junk to Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And then Russell's like, you know, like, you've removed all that. If you if you can keep that out of there and keep those elements, like, the entourages and and, and and the baby moms and all these other like you know things i think with what you have as a team on paper in the eastern conference because what showed me last year in the bubble or this year in the bubble the bucks fell apart and 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 i look at two people and i don't think they got stronger and and and, and i look at two people who Though I gladly have him on my team, I wonder if they were anointed too early. And that's Ben Simmons and Giannis. Great individual players. Are they more hardened? You know, or are they more, I'm a piece of the puzzle that wins a chip. You know what I'm saying? Or are they more Kawhi? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, who are these guys? You know, and, and, and I think with the maturity that you have in one-time NBA championship champion in Kyrie Irving. KD won what? Two chips with, 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 with Golden State? Yep. Okay. You have that. And you have people that have that ability. Like, these guys came from, you know, one of my big bros played 11 years in the NFL. And he played with two guys who played O-line. He played with two guys. One came from Alabama. One came from Michigan. And he's like, I learned what legacy program players are like. Like, these are the guys that are, like, great. These are, these are the versions of – these are the athletic versions of Wharton School graduates. 
yes coach, no coach. I trust in the system because I came from a system that allowed me to be successful. And I think that, I mean, you've got Nash, you've got Dan Tony. I think you've got, I think you've got a lot of people that have a lot of NBA, your favorite word, gravitas, that if they can get it done and put egos aside and whether that's through load management or giving people a break or, you know, let this man go to the planetarium while this guy goes to the strip club. I think you guys have the ability that you can get it done. It's the, the East is still weak. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I think you have enough dogs in the fight and I'm rooting for y'all. Like, you know, like I'm uh, my, my, my my final jab is, you know, I want Nets fans to be Nets fans independent of being Knicks haters. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want the Nets to be good, and I want the Knicks to be good. I would love the idea of Subway Series Eastern Conference Finals at some point in our lives. You know what I'm saying? Wouldn't that be nice? I, I would love the idea of, you know, both of us fighting for the back pages. But you know what? I'm also here for y'all to be great. Because I got kids on my squad that need to develop that don't need all that heat. So you know what? Y'all can have the back pages. Y'all go out there and be good. I'll root for y'all. Y'all just got to be fans independent of being Nick haters. I'm a Jets fan. I don't hate the Giants. I'm a Mets fan. I don't hate the Yankees. You know what I'm saying? I don't know enough about hockey to have an opinion on it. But I just look at it that, you know what? When New York does good, when the town does good, we look good, you know what I'm saying? And I think that us, us, us blue and orange folks really have no beef with y'all. Just keep our names out your mouth. Like, just prosper on your own. You guys nah, see, see, your perspective is, your perspective is, is of your own sensible Nick fandom, mm-hmm. right? I My perspective comes from you know those days that I that that I get trapped in a car that that I, has I no aux cable, but, but, and I gotta but, but, listen to Geo and Boomer in the morning on the way to the airport, but, just but, basically but, 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 but talk you mad trash you. about our team. So we we, we like humbling them. We don't care about y'all. We really don't. Yeah, we, not you. We, we, we Y'all do, though. No, it's more It's more than you realize. Like, like, there is somebody I had to block on Twitter. One of the, I think it's the only block that I got. No, I got like two or three, but. And because I got into a conversation with this person and she said something slick about. I'll, I'll find it. But it involves. Don't, don't. Don't say the name. I I think I know who you're talking about. It involved my niece. And and the person made a flippant remark. And I was like, and like every once in a while, when I'm trying to just read my next news on Twitter, I see this tweet comes from somebody who blocked. If you guys can remove those psychophantic abused people of who hurt you in life, (laughs) <laughs> your fan base and be better I think there's a kumbaya moment we know we're not going to be good but as much as I hate the Patriots when the Giants were playing them twice in the Super Bowl and I'm not a Giants fan I rooted 
hard for the Giants. I, I want the G-Men to prosper because the city looks good. And I would love one day to have a New York Jets versus Giants Super Bowl. I would love an Eastern Conference Finals of the Nets and the Knicks. I've seen the Subway Series in 2000 of the Mets versus the Yankees. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I love that. I, I, I watch L.A. have that. You know what I'm saying? And I watch, you know, the, the, the runs other cities have had. And I'm tired of the infighting. You know, we've gotten hip-hop taken from us. We've gotten so many things taken from us. You know, I just want us to win and be better with each other so we can give the middle fingers collectively to the rest of the world. That's all I ask for. I want you guys to do it. I think you guys can be legit champion contenders. I can see you guys grabbing an interesting piece off the scrap heap before, like, you know, the trade deadlines that'll push you about because then you'll be able to look at who you have and see what you need to be what you got. I... I'm not going to say I'm openly rooting for you guys, but I want you guys to be the best you can because, and not in, not in a vis-a-vis of look at RJ Barrett's struggle. Look at the Knicks trying to figure that out. It's not like win because you guys are good, not because of us. And I think the, the, the more you can take that to your flock, this side of the river, We'll be rooting for y'all. And, but, and for me, like, it's like, more and and that's why this Kyrie thing is so is so personable for, for me, Primo, is because New York's like like the force is out of balance. How could this city that has such a rich basketball heritage, how can this city not produce an NBA champion? This, this is this is the most natural habitat for the sport. Um, well, I, you it, know, it, and but who wants that smoke? KD said it. Why do you want to play for the Knicks when all you do is harass us? That Knicks for click shit is real, B. Like, I look at things where it's just like, like, you know what? All right. I'm, I'm putting myself on a clock for five minutes here. Yeah, I think I think I think I think a lot of people. I think we can hold a lot of heat for the Obi Toppin pick, right? But when you think about it, in this COVID shortened season, right, this kid played actively played twenty some odd games, right? Somebody they had the most tape on, college player of the year, you know, like, and 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 I watch Knicks fans kvetch. And squirm while he can't play defense. But then y'all are trying to trade Frank, who's our best defensive guy. Like, New York Knicks fans are the only thing that I'm going to say about them is they're insufferable and they have inflated self of basketball knowledge. So relax, let it cook, let these kids develop. You can't tell me that you want to draft, you know, Pokalevsky who looks like a creature out of Nightmare Out of Christmas, that, that Tim Burton movie. <laughs> no, when he's five years he away. Is ugly. He is ugly. Away, and then you'll be like, well, yo, Obi Toppin is older than Frank. He's older than RJ. He's, he's older, older than, than Jared Allen. Like, and did, did you know that? He's 22? older than, he's a month older like, than Jared Allen. So, 
I respect Leon grabbing the most ready individual in a season where we don't understand what the season is going to be. Yeah, he's going to have a Landry Fields type rookie year because Landry came in the league. He was older than everybody. And so he stood out as a rookie. And And you know what? RJ was happy to be a Nick. He's got those roots here. Obi has those roots here. Yo, just breathe and let him develop. Basketball is being run amok by Twitter nerds who want to talk about stats and 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 and, 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 and percentage, <laughs> team shares, and like you know, like. But you know what? As terrible as a coach that David Fisdale was, I love his idea of take that for data. Like, let's just let these guys cook. Mm. And I didn't mean to get on the next thing. I'm just saying, I'm comfortable with whatever we're gonna do with that. We're not gonna be world shakers or world breakers this year. I think you guys have a great thing brewing in Brooklyn. Um, you know, the the evil side in me wants you guys to get hardened just for the back paper mess that nah, it'll be. Don't but, see you're but, putting bad mind on, on the thing, man. Yeah, no. But <laughs> but because it's not gonna happen, yo, go go out there and get it, man. Look, if 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 Brooklyn wins a title before the Knicks do, I'm happy for y'all. Because you know what? The Mets won a title in 86 when the Yankees sucked. And the Yankees didn't get right again until the 90s. Yeah, so, you know what? Sucked. Things happen. I'm not going to steal somebody else's joy for my own guilty purposes and reasons, man. So, with that note, I can smell dinner wafting off the stove right now. I got to <laughs> eat. I love y'all. Good luck to Brooklyn. Respect to Kyrie, as strange as he may be, but you got to let black kids be weird. You can't give me Frank Ocean. You can't give me Tyler, the creator. You can't give me all these weird dudes. You can't give me my weird ass kids in all these other spaces and chastise this guy because the people who are chastising him aren't of him, for him, or by him, and they're trying to perpetuate something that is not going to elevate any of them. All right? This is why I call you when I need to discuss something important. I love you, my dude. I love you too, God. And, um, you know, I will talk to you soon. And um, thank you for, for, for reaching out. And, uh, you know, good luck on the season. And, and we'll keep adding on in this space and others, brother. All right? Peace. We'll do, Big Paul. Thank you for coming on. Peace, peace. Be good, y'all. Peace. So... There you have it, New York City's. Uh, I might have been a little unfair to Kyrie. I might have been, uh, you know, judging him under a scope that that is not necessarily an important one. Maybe I need to think more like Kyrie in the sense of it's all entertainment. It doesn't matter. I, I, I definitely have a tilted uh, perspective. I'm I, I, not that I'm not going to be frustrated, but at the end of the day, I don't even care. I don't care what Kyrie does. I want to win, and that young man is an incredible talent. And I'm going to send a shout out to uh, uh, my partner Sam Lachow, Sam at Samuel Lachow on Twitter. Um, we will be back to talk about the season and only the season. And uh, I, I want to 
rethank my boy Drew Prem, D-R-E-W-P-R-E-M-E, on the Twitter thing uh, for coming on and reasoning with me. Let's go win this championship. The season has begun, man. Let's let let's go do that right away, New York City. It's the front office. I'm at Eve Darboos. I'm not even gonna spell it for you. Uh, come check us. Let's go next. Mobile phone companies say they offer home internet, but if their internet comes from a cell phone network, you should know it's just phone internet not home internet. Keep your home up to speed with Cox. Cox internet is faster and has more reliable download speeds than 5G home internet. Cox is the real home internet you're looking for. Based on Cox analysis of Ookla speed test intelligence data, Q3 2022 and Cox serviceable areas, visit cox.com internet for details.